Des Bryant, man, he sharded in his bed. Keenan Allen, he had, you know, some shit-stained bed sheets. How about Golden Tate, man? That dude just straight shit in the bed and lit it on fire, man. That was, yeah. oh my goodness. Between Golden Tate and Adam Thielen. And at this point, man, I could have played either one of them and still would have gotten my ass kicked. And uh, Travis Kelsey, he was playing with the Kelsey in his pants, man. Just running around with shit, man. He had the he had the shit waddle. You know when you see like little kids, man, who shit themselves and they're like trying to run away <laughs> and they got the little waddle in their step, man. That's pretty yeah. much Kelsey's performance in a nutshell. Welcome to the Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes. And Jeff Kelly, joining the show today, Kevin Moneyman Price. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes, no Jeff Kelly today. Today we got Kevin Price joining the show, man. Kevin, how you doing? I'm doing pretty well, Chris. How about yourself, man? I'm pretty good, man. Enjoyed that uh, couple wins in fantasy last night and uh, also the Patriots come from behind win, man, which kind of leads me to the, one of my hot takes to kick off this week's show, man. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot takes. Hot, 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 hot. And that is that I think the NFL needs to reevaluate some of their rules, man. Two rules in particular. One being probably the most controversial, the uh, the whole what constitutes a catch rule. In that Pat Steelers game, man, Jesse James, I thought for sure he scored that touchdown at the end of that game, man. What the fuck happened? But they overturned it, and all of these catches, or what constitutes a catch, what should be, and is overturned, like the Dez catch, the Calvin Johnson catch. We've seen all these catches, man, that are clearly catches, and at least as far as American public is concerned, man. But you see them overturned. I don't know, man. I don't know. What do you make of that, man? It just seems like so such a stupid rule. Like, I, I yeah, I I thought that call was BS too. At the end of the game, I'm not gonna lie, and it it hurts coming from a Pats fan to say that too. But at the same time, like you just you have to admit it. That was that was a terrible call. Yeah, he had complete. I don't know. To me, in my head, like he had the ability to redirect the ball into the end zone because you saw him catch it right, and then he stretched out. Like he brought it to his chest and stretched out. I don't yeah. know. I he made a football all, move. I, yes. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. So. Yeah. BS, man. Because that should not have been overturned. Just like the Dez catch should have been a catch in the t- as a touchdown there. The Calvin Johnson one too from like five or six years ago. That that was a catch also. He's always in a controversy, man. Just get rid of it. I'm telling you. But the second rule they should look at too, man, is the fumbling out of bounds in the back of the end zone when you're reaching out for the pylon. Absolutely. Yeah, you're talking about that Raiders-Cowboys game yeah. from uh, Sunday night. Yeah, man. And it's happened at least three other, on three other occasions this season. It's just egregious, man, because back in the day, and maybe just even like 10 years ago or so, players would always dive for the end zone, man, and lose possession. And that rule was never, ever enforced, man. But now today, man, today's NFL, it's enforced every single time, man. So that's just my opening take here, man. One of my takeaways. And uh, also, touchdown celebrations, man. How about that? There's a lot of dumb crap going on out there, man. <laughs> I don't get it. I do see some <laughs> stupid celebrations, but I have to admit, man, it's it's made them exciting. I've I've enjoyed a few of them. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah. I'm not playing old fogey over here, man, saying uh, yeah. <laughs> that I'm against it. Hey, I'm all for celebrating touchdowns. Just uh, yeah. some of them are just kind of ridiculous. They're a little wacky. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. 
kind of, I mean, I'm not really one to say, I mean, kind of like kindergarten, first grade, but that's coming from me. So what, I don't know. Anyways. You got kids watching the game though, too. That's one thing to consider, man. Yeah. You know? But Duck, Duck, Goose. Come on, man. <laughs> what are we, freaking three? I got an opening rant too, man, because this, this really pissed me off this morning. Closing rant. And that is that I don't understand how people are arguing that the Patriots only won in Pittsburgh because Pittsburgh was playing undermanned, you know, because they lost Antonio Brown early on and yeah. no Ryan Shazier, obviously. But Let's talk about how many fucking players that the Pats have lost this season alone. Thank you, man. And if you're, yeah, if, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. Because let me enlighten some of these dumbasses who are apparently suffering from like CTE or something, man, and don't recall <laughs> anything that's happened longer than a week ago. Have absolutely no idea what the heck they're talking about because, like that, like that one chick, man. What the hell is her name? Uh, Molly Karam from uh, that show first taken ESPN pissed me off today, and I don't know if John Clayton's got ESPN head banging over there to some heavy metal music in his mom's basement. Hey, Mom, I'm done with my segment. But man, it just seems like CTE is just widespread amongst some of their analysts, man. Because like you said. The Patriots have had their own share of injuries, man. And to say Pittsburgh was at a disadvantage due to the absence of Ryan Shazier and the early exit of Antonio Brown. But what pissed me off is that they were saying that the Patriots were healthy. Go F yourselves. Go fuck yourselves. Because don't forget, man, how many injuries the Patriots have suffered this season, man. Did everyone just wake the F up today and completely forget who the hell Julian Edelman is? Is that not a big <laughs> loss, man? How about yeah, the be- how about their best defensive player, Dante Hightower? Yep, Hightower's been out too. Yeah. I, it's it's crazy, man. How about, I don't know. They just don't want to see it. Any excuse, oh, I oh, guess. Oh, it pissed me off. Because how, how about even Chris Hogan, man, who's a top ten NFL wide receiver before he got his uh, little shoulder injury there, man? You know, I was I was surprised he was declared out too because he was practicing earlier that week. So that I, I guess maybe it was just a last minute call or something. He was limited in practice, if I remember correctly. But yeah, he was. I just I was expect I was banking on him coming back. Man, oh, I, he was one of my daily plays of the week. One of my top plays, man. Yeah. I loved Hogan in this game because after he yeah, would have been a good last year. Absolutely. Continue with injuries, man. I mean, Malcolm Mitchell, another guy that lost. I mean. How about all the losses on the offensive line? You got Marcus Cannon on IR. You got all these other guys, man. And how about the fact that the majority of the past defensive players were picked up off of, like, Misfit Island? And second-rate teams <laughs> practice was. How about that for Christmas? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, get the F out of here, man. Get a clue, you Tom Brady-hating-ass mofos. Stay off the beach, you salty bastards. <laughs> Just had to get that off my chest, man. Yeah. Anyway, sounds like you had a few feelings about that. Oh, I couldn't believe that. I, I was just so pissed when I woke up this morning and started hearing all these friggin' excuses. Jeff is one of those mfers too, man. Uh just just like they get under my skin sometimes. <laughs> and uh, we'll get to more about Jeff here later on. But uh, man, let's start with oh, some perfect. let's start with some bed shitters and home run hitters, man. Bed shitters. <laughs> And home run hitters. So who shit the bed? Give me five bed shitters for week 15. I don't know if I could give you five off the top of my head, but I'll tell you, Adam Thielen, man, oh, I was yeah. I was banking on him to come through for me. Same here. And one of my I just I played him confidently, man, thinking he was going to be a top wideout, and he did not pull through. Another one, too, Josh Gordon. I know he was going up against that Baltimore pass defense. I just mm-hmm. expected him to do a little bit more in his game, but I guess it wasn't necessarily his. He just wasn't getting the opportunities that he was supposed to. I was a little um, concerned. I was hoping maybe he'd pull through. Yeah, I was a little concerned with Gordon this week because that Baltimore Ravens yeah. defense, I thought they were going to be all over Kaiser, and they certainly were. 
Yeah. I'll run through a quick Absolutely. list of mine real quick, man. Um, for quarterback for me, Russell Wilson, I think he cost some people their fantasy. Uh, Terrible, this week. man. Oh, my God. Yeah. He was he was supposed to be top tier this week, too. Yeah. I, I don't understand it, man. I mean, not, you know, clearly not the best, but I that blowout against the Rams, man. Oh, my God. I don't goodness. think anybody expected that. 42 oh, to no. 7. Yeah, that's, that's insane. That's just obscene. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, just 181 total yards, too, for Wilson and just one touchdown. Yeah. yeah. Gurley was working him, man. Oh, man. I was not expecting Todd Gurley to put up that many points this week. That that was just dirty. Killed it was a it. dirty game. You know who else was dirty? My uh, bed shitter number two here, man. Carlos Hyde. He did not just shit the bed, man. I've got some complaints about Carlos oh, yeah. Hyde, too. Dude also Total shit bullshit. in his pillowcase, man. He definitely had shit in those cleats, that's for <laughs> sure, man. Because every time he ran the ball, it was straight shitty, man. It was ugly. Yeah. It was miserable. There was one league, too, I was in that I was banking on Hyde to pull through for me, and I ended up losing by almost two points, uh, a two-point margin, that which was extremely disappointed. He only put up 5.9, 16 rush attempts, 25 yards, two, mm. two receptions. It's a PPR league, too. But, yeah, man, it's just – it's it was pathetic. I've never I've never been more disappointed than that. And, you know, oh, all man. season, too, he'd only had three games where he didn't post double digits, so – you expected him to kind of pull through a little bit, yeah. More than that, but I thought I he, was, I thought he for sure was good for fourteen points, which has kind of been his average yeah. the last month and a half. Yeah, I was giving him at least ten, you know, he, mm-hmm. and that's that's giving him a little bit of leeway. But damn, man, he got clobbered. Speaking of ten, you know, points. someone else I was thinking of okay. too. Mm-hmm. That, uh, yeah, man, Jordan Howard. Oh, oh yeah. my god, that he he had a perfect matchup against Detroit. I thought he was going to go off, and he. He did the same thing, man. He caved on me. I got a belly full of white dog crap in me. And now you laid this shit on me? Yeah, he did, man. And that was disappointing because he torched Detroit on Thanksgiving and he Detroit and he torched uh well he had a hell of a game last week too, man. So yeah, you thought trending uh, he's trending upwards, but no. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Kinda of fell back down a few a little bit. Uh, two other guys I have real quick, man, for bed shitters. Yeah, I mean ten points each is what they finished with, but still, man. Keenan Allen. He had, you know, some shit-stained bed sheets, I suppose. But uh, Des Bryant, man, he sharded in his bed. Yeah, Des. I don't even know where he was. Two for 59. The whole game. I didn't, yeah, I I couldn't find him. Yeah, Dak Dak was pretty bad, too. But uh, how about Golden Tate, man? That dude just straight shit the bed and lit it on fire, man. That was, oh, my goodness. I was actually considering, because in the league where I had Thielen, it was between Golden Tate and Adam Thielen. And at this point, man, I could have played either one of them and still would have gotten my ass kicked. Yeah, it sucks when that goes down, man. Yep. And uh, Travis Kelsey, he was playing with a Kelsey in his pants, man, just running around with shit, man. He had the he had the shit waddle. You know when you see like little kids, man, who shit themselves and they're like trying to run away <laughs> and they got the little waddle in their step, man? That's pretty yep. much Kelsey's performance in a nutshell. Yeah. How about some home run hitters, man? Give me some guys that really... Uh, Stood out this week. Oh, geez, man. Obviously, Gurley. Todd, Todd Gurley, yeah. obviously. Oh, yeah, unbelievable. I'd say Melvin Gordon did pretty well up against that Kansas City run defense. Yeah, he did. I didn't expect him to do as well as he did. Mm-hmm. Hopkins, here. again, came clutch. Came through pretty clutch against Jacksonville. That was nice to see that he's been consistent all season pretty much now. Yeah, he has been, man. How about Michael Thomas, yeah. too? Man, he's been a man on fire lately. Yeah. Yeah, killing. Michael Thomas's matchup was kind of easy, though. I... I Thought he was going to torch the Jets a lot more. Well, I shit, he put 24 points up in the PPR, so I guess I can't really say that. But Still a top five wide receiver, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He was looking good. You know who it was good to see come back this week was Aaron Rodgers, man. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. 
He made it me was, a little nervous. It's nice having on. him back. Yeah. Yeah, he threw three picks. That yeah, I wasn't expecting. I mean, I guess coming back. Yeah, he did. He kind of made up for it there. He finished ahead of Drew Brees in fantasy points, and that was all I cared about because I was kind of saying all last week, man, I, I would start Rodgers over Brees. Jeff was against me on yeah. that one, man, but uh turned out I was right. Even if it was only by five points or so, hey, five points could make you or break you. How- nice to rub that one in Jeff's face, isn't it? Oh, yeah, man. I like to rub in his face whenever <laughs> I can, man. You get him off his high horse, knock him down a few pegs. When do I not want to stick it to Jeff? Sticking it to Jeff, for me, is just like breathing, man. It just comes natural. That's just something you naturally want to do, man. Just stick it up Jeff's ass. I'm like a serial rapist, man, because I just want to stick it up his ass as often as I can. Talk about being addicted to something. But it's vice versa, man. Jeff and I go way back. We've always been competitive with one another. That's just how it is, man. I know he feels the same way about me. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Uh, Some tight ends, too, man. Rob Gronkowski and Greg Olson, both home run hitters this week, especially Olson, who uh, came out of nowhere, really. Because, man, that dude can't play more than a drive without getting hurt. So uh, Yeah, was I, was, I was pissed about that also move. I, I declined to start him. Uh, I figured, you know, Jared Cook would produce a little bit more with Amari Cooper out this week. But that was just pitiful. It, it was a pitiful outing. Yeah. I guess the Raiders were just having a, a hard time getting themselves together that night. Yeah, for sure, man. And then you got Gronk, who was a man among boys in Pittsburgh, especially that final game-winning drive there. What about Blake Bortles, though, man? He has Blake turned Bortles. a complete yep. 180 from a season ago, man. And that Jags team is absolutely scary and fun to watch, man. They're definitely one of my favorite teams for 2017. Yeah, with good reason too, man. They've they've definitely they've produced all season long. They haven't that that defense is just holy shit. Oh yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it is. It is scary. Beer goggle picks. Make it. I know you got boiled peanuts in those pants. Do we have sex? Mmm. Man. Yeah, it helps me win. Nice. Going from begging up to kind of dress. What's up, my boy over there? You're going to regret that in the morning. I immediately regret this decision. What'd you do? Um, your asshole, I guess. How about some beer goggle picks, man? Players you thought were a little risky, but offered high upside in week 15. Or players that are well-known commodities but we're facing a tough matchup that you know you someone I didn't to. see played a lot in week 15 that actually did somewhat decent. He did score lower than his projections, but Alex Collins against that Cleveland run defense um, yeah. put up put up 10 points for the last like 5 maybe 6, I think 5 weeks. He's he's consistently put up double digit numbers and people still aren't starting him. I don't know if it's cuz like their projections, their app projections have him kind of, you know, shaky, but I could have started him over Carlos Hyde. That would have won me the match, man. It's It makes a, a world of difference. You know, I think you just have to keep track of how they're playing lately, not just, you know. True. You can't bet on the big names all the time. True, true, man. Um, I have a few names I can roll off here real quick. Phillip Rivers was disappointing to me, man, in that matchup against Kansas City. Jordan Howard, like yeah. you said, terrible. D.D. Westbrook, I was high on, man. He didn't do much. Josh Gordon, I wasn't high on him, but I'm sure people played him, you know, and didn't pay off. And then my biggest disappointment, man, guy that I thought was going to have huge upside in, in uh, Aaron Rodgers' return was Jordy Nelson. Yeah. And he didn't. Yeah, do, Jordy yeah. actually didn't do much either. I know. I was very surprised. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, it's unbelievable. 
I lost a but, challenge. I mean, I lost a challenge last week, man. I told uh, Jeff that Vernon Davis was going to score a touchdown, and I played Vernon Davis. Yeah. Got what do you put up? Two points. One point nine. Yeah, two points. Yeah. Yeah, that's miserable, man. I I I was banking on Vernon Davis putting up some numbers too. I snagged Jordan Reed, but with him being placed on the IR, kind of ending his season, I thought maybe you know Davis Davis had played well previously, and. Uh, you know, a few games. So he just expected maybe he'd continue to work them a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. The Cardinals shut him down. Yeah, I agree, man. I thought that, uh, I know Davis struggled the last few weeks, but uh, yeah, I thought today, I thought Sunday he was poised for a, uh, for a turnaround, man. Just didn't come. Yeah. How about burns, man? Burned like a ginger on the 4th of July. Who were some of your burns? Give me, just give me one. Give me your most disappointing player of week 15. I'm still gonna have to sit with Adam Thielen. I yeah. I know he was up against Cincinnati. I just I thought he was gonna produce so much more than he did. I'm gonna go with Antonio Brown, man. Um, oh yeah, yeah. It's unfortunate. Well, that's, that's that's kind of a sad situation though. When you when you're talking burns, I don't mean like injuries. I mean like players that screwed me. You can't you can't help that. Oh no no no. I, I mean, it is unfortunate yeah. though that he um you know for fantasy owners that he exited early with the injury. I mean Mr. Reliable though Antonio Brown. I mean, he really yeah, he burned his fantasy, me in dynasty, man. man. Yeah, it was through no no I, fault of his own, of course. But yeah, yeah, no, he still still cost uh, a lot of teams, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How about blindsided performances, man? That came out of nowhere. Blindsided. What the hell happened? Didn't see that coming. Like the color purple when the chick pulled out that big ass. Well, you know the scene. Yeah, I didn't see that one coming. Oh, damn, man. There were a few this week. Um, Michael Crabtree put up 15 points, more than his projection. I know he was up against Dallas, so, you know, you had to figure he'd put up some numbers. Mm. Tyree Kill looked good again against the Chargers, outscoring his projections as well. There were a couple good uh, good jumps out there. Um, Jack Doyle put up, He, I guess he underscored his projections, but he still put up a, a consistent almost 12 points there for that tight end position, which... I feel like this week was a little lacking. I feel like most tight ends that people had weren't really. Oh, yeah, they were shitty. You know, unless they had Greg Olson or Gronk, really, then they weren't uh, They weren't really producing. I guess Delaney Walker, too, played all right. Eric but... There's like five or six that played well. Everybody else yeah. was like under five Where the points. hell did Eric Ebron come from? Man, I didn't I didn't expect him to, to turn his, his act around all season, man. He's just been pitiful. But, mm-hmm. of course, you know, he screwed me in Dynasty, too. Yeah. <laughs> that that was a good play. I'll give you some. That guys. was definitely a good play. Some some of those guys, I um, I wasn't too I wasn't too blindsided by like Tyree Kill. I was I was high on him, but uh, some of the guys for me, man, that really surprised the shit out of me and came out of nowhere is Keelan Cole from the Jaguars, seven four eighty six and a touchdown, thirty one point six fantasy points. That one was shocking. Another Jags wide receiver, man, yeah. Jaden Mickens, four for sixty one, two touchdowns, twenty two point one points. Sterling Shepard, man, what? eleven for one thirty nine, a touchdown, thirty one points, and Nick Foles, yeah, man, four touchdown passes. I did not expect Foles to pick up right where Carson Wentz left off, but it's kind of looking like he's he has had a couple. Uh, he's had a favorable matchup against the Giants next week yeah. against Oakland too. But man, I, yep, I'm I'm happy. I know those Eagles fans are happy too. Yeah, you know it's going to be different for Foles when he gets into the playoffs and plays some uh, higher a higher level of competition. But yeah, no, he's definitely looked good. He's. I think. Um. I think he's one of the better quarterbacks. One of the better backup quarterbacks in the, in the National Football League. I mean, dude threw twenty-seven touchdowns, two picks, just like three or four years ago. Dude's got potential. Yeah. It's just you know. How about true or false, man? You ready for this? This is all on you right here, man. Are you ready? All right. Yep. All right. Hit me with it. True 
or false? True or false, man. Here we go. In 19th century UK, if you steal a sheep, if you stole a sheep, I should say, you would have an arm cut off. If you banged a sheep, you had your finger cut off. True or false? Is it your little finger that you would have cut off? I think it's whatever fingers you had remaining based on how many times you banged sheep, I guess. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with true, I guess. Yeah. That, that sounds that sounds about right. Yeah, that's I'd, true. I'd, I'd probably put that in the... Now, if, if you're a serial like uh, sheep rapist and you run out of digits, <laughs> what, did it go straight to toes next? I don't know, dude. They're they're probably looking more for that little finger. You want to cut it off at the root of the problem, you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I hear what you're saying. They should just cut it off and be done with it. But uh, yeah, I'm right up on this though, right? It said that they um they were always trying to steal the sheep. They weren't really. It wasn't really like an epidemic of like banging sheep. It was uh people didn't want to get their arms cut off, so they would say that they were just trying to have sex with the sheep, so that they would just lose a finger and not. So the they go arm. with a finger. Yeah, that's pretty smart, actually. I guess it's a weird little loophole, but I mean, hell, you'd rather have a finger cut off than an arm, you know? That's that's true for me, definitely. <laughs> All right, next one, man. <laughs> Leonard Fournette will be a top 10 running back if he returns, which he should be, in week 16. I'm going to have to go with Drew. I, I, I don't expect anything else of Fournette. He's had such a such a nicely wrapped up season. Mm-hmm. You know, for, for his fantasy owners and stuff, too, you kind of want to just assume he's going to wrap it up nicely for them as well. Yeah, for sure. All right, next one here. True or false? Former U.S. President Lyndon B. Johnson pulled out his Johnson during a media interview. Pulled it. Pulled it. Uh, shit. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go with false. Nah, he was true. Man, he pulled out his junk. Man, just hey. No, he did. Yeah, not. the media That's was crazy. saying, "Hey, why are we still in Vietnam?" And he pulled out his dick and said, "This is why." That's pretty badass for <laughs> president. Let it be Johnson, man. Kind of a badass kind of dude, I guess. Man, who just pulls out their a dick, just whips it out. Psh. Hey, I guess it depends on on how you see it. You know, these days. Yeah. All right, man, next one. Packers running back Jamal Williams will lead the Packers' backfield in Week 16. Yeah, true. I see that. I think Williams has really uh, stepped it up. I still, uh, I'm stepped still up riding the- Aaron Jones. I know I'm, I'm kind of on my own little Sorry. ship there, but I still like Aaron Jones better than Jamal Williams. Really? Yeah. yeah I don't know, man. I, I think Williams has shown that he can produce. I think he's going to be a, a good matchup for next week. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. All right, next one. It was common during ancient battles to battle pantsless to allow for speedy pooping. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with false. True. Really? Yeah. No shit. I'm surprised. I guess, man, Literally, if you no get shit. scared shitless, you don't want to be having messed up drawers while you're trying to maneuver. So I guess, uh, yeah, man, just going pantsless, just dropping deuces on the battlefield. Hey. Yeah. I guess. It is what it, it is. It is what it is. Next one. Dolphins versus Chiefs. Dolphins running back Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake, excuse me who's been on fire of late, will have more fantasy points than Kareem Hunt in their Week week 16 matchup. More points than Kareem Hunt. I don't know, after last week, he's he's just kind of stepped it up again right back to where he was when he started this season, so I'm going to have to say false on that one. Okay. Next one. The African Goran bear is the only bear in the world that lays eggs. True or false? I'm going to go false. Mammals don't lay eggs. Yes, true. Yes, correct. It's false. Alex Collins is a must-start week 16 against the Colts. Alex Collins? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd, I'd bank on him. I'd start him. Rosie O'Donnell was born with both a penis and a vagina. I do believe, yeah, I'm going to have to say true for that. Claimed to be false. 
but we'll see. Kind of curious myself. Carlos Hyde will be or is a must-start week 16 against the Jaguars. I'm not touching Hyde anymore after last week. Yeah, false. Oh, hold up. Breaking news. The Green Bay Packers place quarterback Aaron Rodgers back on injured reserve, back on IR. Terrible, man. Officially ending Aaron Rodgers' 2017 NFL season. Yeah, that's crazy. Man, this is a blow to fantasy and a blow to the Green Bay Packers, Packers fans. This one hurts. Yeah. Swinging dicks. All right, swinging dicks. Just a quick recap of the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Fantasy Football Analyst Playoff Report here. As mentioned in the Week 15 preview show, Jeff and I were going head-to-head in two leagues in the semifinal last week. And Jeff and I split the weekend. I know Jeff's talking a lot of shit, talking a big game. I dominated the Dynasty League matchup, 189-110. to 110. I'm playing Will Lansgard from Fantasy Sports Studios in the Dynasty League Championship. Jeff kicked my ass in the other matchup by roughly the same score. And unfortunately, man, that one breaks my heart too because two-time defending champ in that league and my reign ah, will finally come to an end. And continuing on here, Jeff and I will play for the League of Record Championship Week 16. Kevin, man, you and Will Ansgard were going back and forth the entire Sunday, man, until Antonio Brown left with that injury, and that that just completely shattered any hope of you moving on to that championship round, man. I feel bad for you. I ended up losing by two points. Just absolute devastation, my man. Targets. Nick Foles is a guy to me that you have to go pick up and play if you have a quarterback with a tough matchup in Week 16 that's not an elite quarterback or a big-time quarterback. Like for Jimmy Garoppolo and Mitch Trubisky in my dynasty league, I'm going up and picking up Nick Foles, and I'm going to plug him in there right away without question. The waiver wire targets that I would throw out there would be Mike Wallace, Aaron Jones, Eric Ebron, and, of course, the guy I keep mentioning here, Nick Foles. Those are the only guys I would consider. Eric Ebron especially in PPR has been great the last couple of weeks. All right, Mr. Kevin. I know you got a flight to catch there, buddy. Yeah, I got to go. Okay. Yeah. All right, man. Kevin, anything you want to say before we get out of here? No, that's pretty much it. I guess good luck in the last round of your fantasy playoffs. Hopefully it paid off for you. I need some luck myself, too, so it would be nice if you guys could send that my way. We'll get you on here again shortly, man. Maybe we'll do another recap show maybe next week or something. A few little seconds. recap yeah, or little, uh, little, uh, just pre- Diving deep on the recap and wave wire targets. Yeah, probably. At some point, I'm sure we can we can get together hooked up. Cool, man. Let me know. Yeah, For those that won this past week, congratulations. Stay tuned this week. Well, we will talk to you guys soon, man. See ya. Yep. You guys take it easy. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on iTunes and Google Play Music. Visit FantasySportsStudios.com to get your fantasy sports fix and interact with the show. Follow us on Twitter at FantasySStudios and on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash FantasySportsStudios.